So my portion this morning is to uh, discuss some of these terms that are, that are germane to this topic. Uh, we're going to look at the dictionary definition of each of these, but ultimately we're more concerned about the application of, of these terms. And so we'll spend some time discussing them as well this morning. Um, uh, it's really just sort of a foundation for us. Dwayne's already been using a number of these terms, several of these terms. I really wasn't uh, knowledgeable about the differences, maybe, uh, in, in the coming into this. So it's been a learning process for me as well. Uh, so let's just begin with um, the immigrant itself. What is an immigrant? And you guys jump in and tell me, what, what is an immigrant? Yes. Yeah, the immigrant is a person who lived the unrest or the persecuted or discriminated area to more safe and secure one. Yes, yep. that's, that's exactly right. You know, uh, the very basic definition of, of an immigrant is one who migrates, right? Uh, one who migrates, uh, moves to another country, typically for permanent residence. Right? Um, Sometimes so, temporary. It, it, it may very well be temporary because of a temporary situation, right? Yeah. Um, and so we, we this this term migrate migrant we, we hear of, of a migrant worker or sometimes a migrant farmer. What and I really wasn't familiar. What's the difference between that form of the word migrate versus immigrate? Or, uh, immigrate or immigrant? The verb noun forms of each of those. Know the differences. Roger, Roger, if I had to guess, I would think that, because when I think of a migrant worker, I think of somebody who goes from place to place. Mm -hmm. But immigrant makes me think of somebody, like you mentioned, about more and more permanent settlement. Would that be? It's, it's actually close. Uh, uh, so, so migrate is just a little bit more of a basic form to say move in one way or another. Immigrant means to come into a country. So our immigrants are people who have migrated here. A little bit depends upon your perspective. There's actually another form of the word that's spelled with E, migrate, uh, and that means to leave a country. So someone coming in is an immigrant, someone leaving is an immigrant. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's that difference. Um, Just for clarification, yeah. migrate and migrant, are those verbs? No, mi migrate would be the verb, migrant's the noun. Okay, thank you. So, and the same with immigrate and immigrant, the verb noun form the same word. Okay. And then if we think about an immigrant, what is the difference between an immigrant and a refugee? A refugee is fleeing. Right. Refugee is fleeing. Absolutely. That's a choice. Choice is a big part of it. Choice is a big part of it. And so just sort of the Dictionary definition, it's a person who flees for refuge. That's why the term refugee, for refuge or safety. And especially leaving their country, going to what is to them a foreign country. So in a time of, of, of forced migration for one reason or another. Uh, but we want to emphasize in this class that a lot more than just the dictionary or general definition that there's actually a legal definition of refugee. A refugee is a legal status of someone who's been granted the, the use of that term 
by international law. They were, in 1951, the UN had the Refugee Convention and defined what a refugee was. There have been a, a few uh, amendments to that subsequently. Uh, but that is legal status as defined by the UN, and then the US actually has a more rigorous vetting process to decide who is considered legally a refugee within this country. Uh, in fact, uh, World Relief has this process that they have shared with us to talk a little bit about uh, that uh, vetting process. And we won't go through all of the different steps, but, but today for someone to be declared, declared legally a refugee in the U.S. requires that first of all they have been declared that by the U.N. allowed to come into the U.S. only after they've gone through this vetting process with I think five different uh, uh, departments, Department of Homeland Security, the uh, Department of Defense of State, the FBI, and then the Counterterrorism Coalition, maybe it is. Uh, so very, very rigorous process before they're allowed to, to come to the U.S. As, uh, as a refugee. Typically, someone is going to be a, a refugee for, um, um, you know, they, they will make the decision about what they want to do permanently, whether they're going to stay here, and that's typically the, the uh, choice that they will make. Uh, they will get their, uh, I think it's I-94 for the first year to make them a legal documented you know, immigrant. Um, uh, and then after a year, they can apply for their green card. And then after they've been here five years, they can of course apply to become citizens of the US. Um, one way to think of it, the, these, these two terms, and, and even my introducing a third one, document immigrants, in the same way that you know, I was taught that all priests are Levites, but not all Levites are priests, right? We can do concentric circles. I'm a math major, so I think geometrically, but uh, all refugees are immigrants, but not all immigrants are refugees. They're not considered, they don't necessarily have that legal status. In the same way, all refugees are documented immigrants. They have been documented. Uh, they're, they're legal immigrants, uh, but not necessarily all documented immigrants are refugees as well. There may be other legal immigrants in our country that are here for uh, other reasons, namely by choice. So, yeah. There's also a lot of immigrants that are not here legally and are not documented. That's, that's right. So that's really that these guys, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. And then we've thrown out this term already, forced migration, forced displacement would be a synonym with that. So it's the coerced movement of, of person, persons away from their home or home region. And the reasons are, are, are many, but typically it's going to be because of some kind of conflict, some kind of persecution, or some kind of disaster that has taken place in their native homeland. Uh, we, can even talk about internally displaced people because lots of times it's not that someone has to migrate from their, their home to another country. They might be migrating somewhere else within their country. So sometimes country borders are arbitrary, right? Does there have to be a certain number of people within a population before it becomes that? Because I, I can see where 10 to 20 people from a yes. certain region 
I, I don't think so, just in strictest terms of the definition. It could be one person, I believe, of this forced migration. But what we are typically talking about does certainly involve hundreds, if not thousands, of people most of the time. And then finally, I, I came across this formal definition from the International Organization for Migration. Forced migration is any person who migrates to escape persecution, conflict, repression, natural and human-made disasters, ecological degradation, or other situations that endanger their lives, freedom, or livelihood. So I thought that was yes. Yeah, I have a question and a comment about inside the country, for example, in Iraq or Syria, some fanatic people forces the people to move from this city to the another city right. for religion, just for religion. Yep. That in yep. Iraq they uh, expelled and displaced all the Christian and the Yazidi people and the Imam believer as a Muslim people. Right. This is called as the uh, immigrants to the yes, in the, same, in the same in the same country. It's a forced migration. They're internally displaced people. Religious persecution reasons. Yep. Amen. And then, then another term I came across that I'd never thought about in this context is a term that if we if, if we capitalize it and made it a, a, a formal noun, is a, a biblical term, at least in uh, it doesn't occur in the Bible, but it's uh, when we're studying biblical history, we talk about the diaspora, right? A diaspora. We're talking about when the Jews were scattered. And this was for persecution reasons, and uh, so it's it's the same term. You know, we we can we can talk about the diaspora of of immigrants, or refugees as well. So that was interesting. And that's actually happening to them now. They're being forced out of different nations. The Jews are. The Jews, yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah so so many people groups. That's exactly right. And then a couple of other terms, asylum or asylum seeker. What, what are we talking about when, when we use those terms? It's just a person who flees into another country and formally applies for asylum, um, the right to international protection in that country. So all refugees are asylum seekers. They are searching for uh, asylum in that country. And every one of these terms very, very much interrelated. And then I want to spend just a little bit of time, uh, we, we throw out a, a lot of terms of organizations as well, and making sure that you're, you're familiar with these and uh, what, what uh, each one of them uh, uh, does. First of all, we, we talk about the UN and the UN heading up the global refugee effort. It's a specific organization within the UN that's actually not headquartered in New York City, but headquartered in Geneva, Switzerland, uh, the UN Refugee Agency. And the acronym HCR stands for High Commissioner for Refugees. It's a UN Refugee uh, Agency. is responsible for uh, uh, the lead international agency that's coordinating refugee protection. And then within the US, it is the Citizenship and Immigration Services uh, uh, department that is responsible for overseeing this. This is a part of the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, it's the government agency that oversees lawful immigration to the U.S. 
and therefore it oversees all refugee and asylum seekers. One of our local organizations that Lisa Sherman Nicholas works for is TURP, or the Tennessee Immigrant and Refugee Rights Coalition. Uh, these, this is an organization that is seeking to, uh, um, to assist the refugees, the immigrants, uh, many times through, as Duane mentioned, policy, legislation, uh, not necessarily just trying to get legislation passed, but sometimes trying to prevent legislation being passed, right? So, some legis legis legislation that would seek to uh, limit the rights of refugees or immigrants. Uh, and then the organization that we are partnering with, uh, World Relief, uh, and, and specifically World Relief of Nashville, uh, this is an organization that is helping to settle refugees, and they primarily want to do that through partnering with churches. So this is who we have chosen. They're an evangelical Christian organization that is, again, assisting refugees, helping to get them settled. They're one of two organizations that I'm aware of. The other is Catholic Charities of Tennessee that are actually have formal ties with the uh, USCIS to, uh, uh, to, to settle refugees that come to our area. Uh, those are the only two I'm aware of, but there may be others. Nice. Okay, all right, all right. Do you, do you know what it stands for? Okay, <laughs> all right, let me. Are there other agencies outside of Judeo-Christian that work with U.S.? Yes. I, I would suspect so. There's but nine I, total federally mandated or federally approved agencies. Three of them are represented here in Nashville, okay. but nine total. Okay, so NICE is that third one yes. here in Nashville. And then, so is NICE also Christian related? So I, I don't know either about them much. Because I, I, I find that fascinating that three that are here in Nashville, two are uh, a Catholic and a evangelical. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then a couple of other organizations I'm aware of, and I really should have gone ahead and listed Siloam as well here, and I simply forgot. Uh, a servant group international and be the Samaritan. Now they they don't formally have these ties with USCIS to to um, um, you know be a part of the adoption of refugees as they come here, but then they come along and help refugees maybe after they're they're somewhat settled, uh, helping them with learning English and, and things of that nature. Can I get the paper written for this website? Yes, I'll be glad to do that for you. Um, is there anything I want to mention here? <coughs> oh, I think that's it. So has the email list made it all the way around? We'd be happy to share slides and notes from the class, so be sure to get your name on there. Um, so each week, as I said, we want to share stories, and UNICEF is a worldwide organization that puts out amazing short videos of, of refugee children, refugee families, different little short stories. So we want to share one of those each week. This is um, just an excellent one. We'll close with this with this uh, for our class today. Thank you. Right back here. Sure. All right. Um, could you could y'all get the lights for us back there? Could you get the lights for us back there?
Thank you all for being here today. Um, we'd love for you to join us again next week. See you then.